This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We're going to switch it up and we're actually talking about green flags because, you know, we've been talking about red flags all season. What are some actual green flags? Go, run, yes, run, Forrest, run towards them. This is good sign. Find them. Hunt them down, Keep lock them, them up, <laughs> lock them in a basement, like oh my God. collect these. Okay, serial killer. <laughs> okay. That's so creepy. Get all the prophetic words that they're the one. JJ. And today is a season finale. Let's go. Of season 11, our season where we are talking and have been talking about all sorts of red flags. Babe, I have a question. Yeah. What was your favorite red flag that we covered this entire season? I think I would have appreciated hearing Lecrae's episode. Oh, you just have a man crush. You no, no, no. Right. About vision. Yeah. I think that would have been helpful for me. Yeah. Or I think uh, laziness. The one with Janine and Caleb. Yeah. Really good. That was fun. I loved our episode with Maddie. I think that was so like, don't date potential. That is something I really needed. And also emotional abuse because that is something I was very unfamiliar with back in the day. <laughs> oh, Yeah. So I, yeah, I loved this season. And so today though, we're going to switch it up and we're actually talking about green flags because, you know, we've been talking about red flags all season. What are some actual green flags? Go, run, yes, run, Forrest, run towards them. This is a good sign. Find them, hunt them down, Keep lock them, them up, <laughs> lock them in a basement, like oh my God. collect these. Okay. Serial killer. <laughs> okay. That's so creepy. Get all the prophetic words that they're the one. Okay. Yes. A uh, few announcements. <laughs> we'll go through these fast as we um, get into the episode. We got to mention our Patreon community. We just had a hangout with the level three or tier three in Patreon the other night, and it was so fun. We played like a fun little game where everyone had to say, if you were to give a TED talk, a three minute TED talk on a subject, what would it be? And that was such a fun little thing that you put together, honey. Thank you. It's a great icebreaker for your next small group or random function. Make them give a two-minute TED Talk on anything I like on the that. spot. I thought that was so fun. We love our Patreon fam. You get a ton of perks in Patreon. But one of the main things is that even if you just sign up for $5 a month, you get a bonus Heart of Dating episode that typically you guys vote on. But this next month, it's actually going to be a Q&A where you can send in questions and we will answer them all in detail on the show, which will be really cool because <laughs> we get a million questions. Um, so if you want to help us and just support this podcast, it would mean the world. We're pretty much at 100 patrons now, which was our goal. Uh, well, our goal was even bigger than that, but we're fine with slow and steady. So let's do it. Patreon.com slash heart of dating. We'd love to have y'all. Don't forget HODC is around the corner. Heck yes, Nashville, 29th and 30th, or online, be there or be square. Is that, the, is that we, what you say? Can we tell them the big announcement? What's the big announcement? Who we just partnered with? Oh yeah, go ahead. No, you tell them. We are partnering officially with The Way Church in Nashville, Tennessee. They are an up-and-coming church. Um, I love Noah Heron and just so excited to be partnering with their team in Nashville, and that is such an honor. Let's go. So we are stoked. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, so make sure you get in on it. And also know if you want to come solo, over 50% of the people last year in Atlanta that came, came solo. But you will not be alone. Uh, we have an app that launches about a month in advance. You'll get to meet tons of people. You can figure out room situations, like all of that jazz. You will not be alone, I promise you. 
I wanted to let y'all know we have tons of free resources. So today, the one that I want to highlight is our one on red flags as we wrap up this season. If you go to heartofdating.com forward slash resource forward slash red flags, you will be able to download that free resource and also just go to our free resources because there's like a gazillion of them. Yeah. Isn't it? I haven't looked at it, but is it just after the date you have like a little checklist and you just check red flag, red flag, red flag? No. <laughs> it's not like what really, how do you make your list of red flags? Oh, okay. Knowing yourself <laughs> and things like that. And what's the difference between a red flag and a deal breaker and all of that? Okay. So we do have a question today. It actually came from Brian in our Patreon community. Do you want to explain it, JJ? Yeah. So the question is, hey, JJ and Kate, first of all, you guys are the best. We love you so <laughs> much. You're This is the best podcast I listen to in the wow, universe, Brian, especially so JJ. Fun. Like you're super, super, super wise and handsome. I've been seeing this girl. We went on four dates. Mm -hmm. I believe that she disappeared for a month. And then she came back. Yeah, they it's the four dates were spread out between multiple months. Okay, great. So very, very Their loose. Schedules are very different. It's very hard to right. schedule stuff. There's kids in the picture, so they're just both busy. And what he says is a huge green flag is she's independent and she has a social life. Like very filled life. Right, exactly. And he loves that about her. However, once she's popped in, she is desiring a little bit more to their dates and their connection. Uh, meaning he intentionally has kept them light and playful, trying to have as much fun as possible. Which is great. Which is awesome. We love yeah, that. However, she's responding now saying, I've had a great time. I just want something a little bit more. Like physically, you haven't made any moves on me. <laughs> Emotionally, I feel like, you know, I just have a little bit more of an a desire for intimacy with you. Right. So, so what I asked Brian, what I translate that to is that this girl just wants to know and see if there's really a romantic connection. I don't know if she's per se asking, hey, Brian, make out with me. But I think she's more under the cover being like, hey, I want to see if there's anything romantically there. And I get this girl. I am that way. I'm a helpless romantic. So, you know, I think there's two parts to it. They have to have a conversation in person about their schedules, ideally in person. And Brian can pitch it to her of like, hey, I'd love to see you more and continue to get to know you. Can we figure out a way to make this work though with our schedules being so busy? I think that question in person would be great. But I also would for Brian, I would go ahead and I would ask her what kind of a date would make her feel really connected to him and just have her kind of give to him what would make her feel really connected. And Brian could maybe give a few options and different ideas, but this allows her to kind of choose the kind of date that maybe she is desiring to feel like, feel that romantic bucket or see if there's romance there. And so, um, I think that's would be an awesome way I would receive that really well if that's something I was looking for. And at the end of the day, then he can extend and have more conversations with her in person when they're on that date. That's a good answer. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Now, don't you think, though, the priority is to build friendship or you think it should be friendship and romantic? I don't think it needs to be romantic where it's like, Let, tell me the depths of your soul. I'm going to plan this super extravagant you know, two dozen red roses, candles lit everywhere. What if that's what she's looking for? I think it can be romantic in a sense of like, romantic is really, hey, something specific to her that's intentional and sweet. So maybe he writes her a very short note and maybe he does a picnic and picks out a playlist of music that she would really like. Like that's pretty, that's romantic, but it's not over the top. Okay, so you can go romantic, but stay grounded on planet Earth. Exactly. Okay. All right. Thanks, Brian, for that question. Shall we move into green flags, babe? I think so. All right. Let's talk about green flags. So red flags, like we clarified, are not deal breakers. Yeah. They're causes for further evaluation. Mm -hmm. What would be your Webster's Kate definition of a green flag? A green flag is, oh, this is really good. This is all signs are pointing not all signs, but this is a sign that's pointing to potential yes. I still need to find out more. Here's the thing, ladies and gents. 
if you see one or two or three green flags, it's not an immediate, yes, 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 let me marry you, marry me tomorrow, <laughs> let me be your prince or princess, right? This is, okay, great, this is, this is positive, I feel good about this, let me keep finding out more information. The green flags are not a reason to start wearing those rose-colored glasses, because then you miss the red flags. And keep in mind, everyone's going to put their green flags out the gate, right? Everyone's going to put their first their best foot forward, it might take a little bit of time to see some of those red flags. So what you're saying is just because you see green flags doesn't mean red flags don't exist. That's why we always talk about pace. Date them for 90 days before you commit to them and just continue to pace it out as you balance green. Like if you see zero red flags after dating them for 90 days, that that in itself is a red flag <laughs> on you because no person is perfect. And somebody is bound to have some kind of red flag of like, hmm, that's not great. Um, maybe it's not a deal breaker kind of red flag, but it's a red flag that you at least notice. Okay, they're not perfect in this area because hello, nobody is. So it's a red flag for you if you can't find a single one about a person. So ideally at the end of 90 days, we should be able to tell you five green flags off the bat. Oh, definitely. And tell you three or four red flags off the bat or like at one or two it, it doesn't have to be an extensive amount of red flags you just want to hopefully be able to not have rose color glasses and see that this person isn't perfect okay so they don't cancel each other out it's not a math equation it's not a math equation okay but okay so green flags okay so green flags first and foremost before we get into the rest right our the, crown jewel our green crown flag jewel like the, the heart one. of the ocean. <laughs> there's this one and then there's a million others behind right. it. This has got to be spiritual, loves the Lord. <laughs> no, not spiritual, but not religious. Okay. But like deeply loves the Lord with all their heart, soul, mind. And I would say in that like godliness, this is more than they just go to church cool like semi green flag they go to church but that doesn't show me that much with their relationship with god so even just checking the box of box of christian like anybody could check that especially if they were raised a certain way and went for easter and christmas like we're looking for a depth of christian faith yeah let's put it this way green flag you do not have to guess spiritually where they are at yes it is so clear that they love Jesus from the way that they talk about him, from the way that their worldview is impacted by him, and most importantly, that the person and their habits and their actions reflect how much they love Jesus. A to the men. Amen. Like, <laughs> let's put it this way, another way. You are second, mm. and the gap is so big. Green flag, spiritually speaking, Honestly, you're like third or fourth. Mm. Like if I'm dating someone and off the bat, I'm already promoted to number two. <laughs> That's a problem. That's an issue. Totally. No, no. When you're dating someone and it is so clear that you are like their fourth or fifth priority after God, after family, after career, after their community group, after their friends, like you are not automatically promoted to the number two spot. <laughs> that is a green flag. Yeah, it's good that they have other priorities. And especially if their number one priority has to do with um, godliness and the Lord and things of the Lord. So absolutely a thousand percent. Yeah, I, I love that. I love how when I met you or vice versa, like you can look at things about their spiritual life that say that looks awesome. I want some of that. Totally. That looks great. That challenges me spiritually and where I'm at, where I am at. Yeah. So let's talk about some other green flags, shall let's we? Let's do it. Here's my one of my top ones. You ready? Yeah, no, I think we're all waiting. <laughs> you and your awkward pauses sometimes. Um, just, no, we're all... You're I'm, just looking me at me. Me and the person like listening to this in our car ride, like we're just waiting. Okay. First green flag is good communication. And I want to be specific here because everybody has a different picture of what good communication looks like. Um, maybe my good communication picture is that person being in constant contact with me. Um, and that isn't necessarily a signal of good communication. 
I think in early dating stages, here are some signals of good communication green flags. They communicate plans with you. Um, not last minute. Like the worst thing is they pick you up or like an hour before. Hey, want uh, so what do you want to do? Like that is a red flag in my opinion. Um, do they have plans? Because the plans and them having a plan also indicate that they will have more vision for their life in my opinion. So do they communicate plans? That's for the ladies looking at the guys. And um, are they timely in response? Now, I'm not saying timely equals they um, respond to you every five minutes or right when you text. Timely is you message them a question and it doesn't take you five business days to get back to them, ideally, right? Mm. Um, and then the other thing is they're not afraid to have hard conversations. And th- this is this really comes up with when they have to DTR or tell you their intentions with you slash you bring up where you stand with them and you want to check in conversation. Are they afraid to have that conversation? Do they kind of like rush out of it, run away and don't open up? Are they leading those conversations? If you're a woman looking at the guy, um, those are all things I would look for early on when it comes to communication. Yeah. Well, so, and what you mean by having, so not just, willing to have a hard conversation mm-hmm. but they're also clear in them meaning yes. they're gonna they're gonna speak and give you information that you are not going to like but they're going to be honest about right, it right 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 yeah they're gonna be honest like it's easy to be honest about the stuff you like and someone's gonna enjoy hearing right it's hard to be honest they're not sugarcoating people pleasing it to the point of they're not being honest with you because they're afraid to have a, an right. actual hard it's, discussion. Well, it's like, hey, we've been on a few dates now and I noticed that you show up 20 minutes late every time. Yeah. And like, that's okay if that's how you run your life. I just want to let you know that I'm not really cool with that. I don't feel good about it. And that I actually, idea. I feel disrespected when that happens. Like, mm-hmm. can we find a way to make this work for both of us? Right. That's great. Are they going to like shove it under the rug, not take ownership, get defensive, watch how they respond in those situations. Oh, also I want to say with communication consistency, like if they start out texting. So here's a great thing for ladies and guys. If you start texting the person consistently, like every morning, keep that pace up. If you're not planning to keep that pace, then do not start texting in that pattern. Yeah. If they're texting you 10 times a day in the first week and then the next week you don't hear from them for four days, that is inconsistent. Listen, we've all done that. <laughs> it's like, like, let's clarify. We've all been excited about someone we're dating or have a crush on. And you can't help it. We text them morning and night. Oh my goodness. And then the second something pops up that we don't enjoy or like about them. And then all of a sudden we file them in our brain as right. less of a priority. We go from texting them right away 10 times a day to 6 hours, 12 hours, 24 hours. All of a sudden we got busy. Yeah. All of a I was sudden so busy. Right. So it's just the point is there it's like whatever your response schedule and that for me is like hey, you know that you're not interested anymore. Stop playing the game. Like yep. tell them be super clear, be super kind hey, I've had a great time. I would love to just stay just friends. Like that is so... And that's a good cue for you as a person. Yeah, like I'm not texting them back right away. I was really excited the first two weeks and now I'm not even like remembering to respond to them. Yes. Let me check in with myself. Am I really interested in that? Right, like if if I had to make you choose tomorrow, would you date them again or not? You'd probably say no. And that's all you need to know. I think like at that point... I mean, that being said, there's probably a lot more going on behind the surface for you and why you're saying no, but that's another episode, okay? (laughs) All right, let's talk about a second green flag, healing, okay? They have done a level of healing in their life. Um, What does this mean? They either go, they go to therapy, ideally. They're not people that are like, I don't need therapy because my childhood was great. Right. You know, there's a lot of people that say that, but I'm like, hey, we talk about this in school of dating, our eight week mentorship program. You could have had a quote unquote perfect childhood. And there are probably still way little messages that you receive, little lies that you started agreeing with and believing little T traumas, small moments of trauma that compounded over the years and 
probably you have some form of triggers today and your parents may have been wonderful. But if you look at your childhood and just say, I don't need that. That's for people who are really damaged, like people who've been through abuse and addiction and abandonment. And that's for them, not for me. That would be, in my opinion, a bit of a red flag. Right. And it's not just the fact that they haven't gone to therapy or or reconciled with their past or gone healing. That the red flag there is the attitude towards Yes. I don't have any problems. I'm actually good. I We I all mean, got problems, yo. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> that for me, the attitude and the heart behind that is more concerning than anything. Yes. So a green flag to me is if they've gone to some kind of therapy. Um, and if they especially go consistently, not just one and done, I'm like super impressed because you don't just go to therapy to deal with the situation. You go, do you tune up your car only once a year, like once every 10 years for an oil change? Or do you go every time you need an oil change? I mean, you go every time you need an oil change to clarify it's maintenance. Your mini Cooper was, (laughs) was an issue i know i mean that thing was like neglected i needed to call like (laughs) tps car protective services on that thing it was so she was so sweet well you you definitely did not treat her that way because that poor Poor little girl anyway but (laughs) now one clarification on healing that i don't hear that often i i think therapy is amazing but there are like subsets of therapy that I think are still right count like inner healing, inner correctness, shadow work. Like there's a lot of different, you know, subsidiaries of inner healing and therapy that still count. It's kind of like I'm looking for someone who's healthy and you say they have to go to the gym. They have to lift weights. I'm like, well, I don't do that, but I hike every single weekend and I take a 30 minute walk every day. It's like, well, yeah, right. Their healing doesn't look like in the traditional sense, but they're still very healthy, right? They're healthy. They're willing to get help. But I will say if someone tells me they've been to therapy or they've done work on themselves, especially if they tell me they know, this is when I was dating, they know attachment theory. I'm like, I'm already giving you a major green flag here. This is, this is great. Yes. (laughs) Because uh, attachment theory if they know about that that means they've done work on their on the ways they show up in love which is hugely helpful in relationships uh, well it is helpful to pursue and date someone who is aware aware okay so some subcategories of this green flag of healing would be they don't talk poorly of their past or really in this case their ex there is no circumstance in my opinion where you should just be bashing your past partner onto the person you're currently dating Um, rather what I look for is you to not be a victim of your past and instead talk about what you learned from past experiences what you learned from that relationship and I had to be very careful with that in my past abusive relationship that was a very long time ago Um, instead of really bashing this guy because he did not treat me well and he was abusive and narcissistic and pretty awful, I instead, as much as I could in dating, was like, hey, but here are the, let's maybe, yes, I can tell you some of the things that happened, but I really also want to focus on what I learned from that, how I've healed from that, how I even got to the place of being into that relationship and what all of that showed me about myself. Like you're not a victim of your past. Instead, you talk about ownership from what you learned being in that situation. You talk about it shame free because there's no reason to blame yourself for being with a really abusive, hurtful, horrible person. But you talk about it from a place of empowerment and ownership. That is a very big green flag. Okay. Dang, Kate. We're going to have to pause you because you're getting (laughs) heated up over there. Okay. I love it. All right. Friendships. Mm-hmm. That's another green flag. Yeah. If they do them well, right? Yeah. If they don't have them, red flag. <laughs> you have no friends. I'm. I question that. But if you, even if you have a lot of friends, I don't care. I want to know the quality of your friendship. Right. So not just any friendships or a lot of friendships. Who are your like three to four people? Yes. Right. Do they do deep friendship really well? Do they even have deep friendship? And by deep friendship, I don't mean you've known this person since you were five. That doesn't mean it's deep. That means it's a long friendship. Doesn't mean it's deep. 
It's just like, right? A river. You can have a long river. It may not be very deep, but it's very long. So the friendship is long, but how deep is it? Yeah, it's an interesting <laughs> analogy. I didn't think about it like that, but that works. Um, no, I think, you know, what's really hard for guys is sometimes, you know, with guys especially, we haven't seen each other in six years mm-hmm. and we show up and like we didn't miss a beat. Um, like I would maybe say, yeah, I have a great friendship. Like we can show up. What we mean is like if we push pause on your life today and I ask, who are you actually doing deep friendship with right now? Yeah. Like meeting with, communicating with frequently, like who would that be? And how are you guys practicing friendship? And what I mean by practicing friendship and relationship is, are you guys consistent with one another? Like, is this something that is just kind of like scattered and like, oh yeah, we meet up like every once in a while. Of course, we're all busy. No, like, are you guys consistent? Like, is this a priority in your life? Are you guys honest with each other? Like, hey bro, I love you. And because I love you, I have feedback for you. Yep, that's good. It's really easy to be honest about something. Bro, you cannot believe what this girl said to me. Right. You cannot believe what my boss did. I'm going to kill him. (laughs) That part's easy. But looking at someone saying, hey, I have feedback for you because I love you Mm -hmm. on an area that might be a blind spot. And I think we need to talk. That's what I'm looking for when when I was dating. That's the green flag there. Yeah. And I I mean, like, for example, I love my friends. I love some of my best friends. When I see them like getting really upset and dropping an F-bomb. Hey, bro, I love you. And I understand you're upset. Maybe it's the next day. We can't be talking like this. Like your speech matters. And like you're you're too important in the kingdom. Like your reputation, how you come across. Like this is a big deal. Even if it's behind closed doors, like that's what character means. It's like Mm -hmm. you're practicing even with the words that you speak, they matter even behind closed doors. Like, and I, I don't want to be in relationship with someone who's going to be constantly dropping curse words (laughs) like that. Like, I just think you're better than that, to be honest. So that's a big green flag. And I always asked myself, and I know it's a kind of a weird question, but I would say, I would meet the friends and I would ask this from just like a perspective of character. Like, would I actually date any of their friends? Their friends could have been married, but like, that's a good test for me of like, is, are they surrounded by quality character people? Because if I look at all their friends and and I'm not talking about type, I'm not actually being romantically interested. It's none of that. But like, are these quality character people that like, I would even consider dating like are because they're that level of a great man. Right. And so I, I would say when I was dating, I would like literally ask myself that. But if it was only if all the friends were just like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a lukewarm kind of Christian or yeah, he might walk some of the walk, but he he's not actually. Wait, so in it. did I hear that right? You would look at their friends and say, would this be someone I would also consider dating? Yeah, but not in like that. I actually would date them. But more of like, are they, do they have good character? Oh, I like that. Yeah. So just to make sure (laughs) you get, so when you're dating someone, look at their friends and ask yourself, would I date them? Could I see myself? Character wise. Could I see myself marrying them? No, no. Could I, (laughs) could I end up, how does their last name work with my, you punk, 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 punk. No, but I actually like that. Like in that, what you were saying. Yeah. Would I date their friends? Like, are they high character friends who I would really, you know, enjoy? Obviously, we're not going down a hypothetical situation here. It's just a quick question. Like, is this somebody I would ever consider? Because that would make me more comfortable saying, oh, they're surrounded by high quality people. Well, because, you know, just for example, I definitely dated a girl or two and her best friends were absolutely not girls I would ever consider dating. (laughs) There's a great point i'm thinking the same thing with a few guys i've dated but then i met some of your guy friends and i was like okay some of these people are really quality like that makes a difference so you consider dating my friends (laughs) oh my gosh stop it okay stop it hey i want to also make this note on friendship though on a serious note that tim keller is always saying 
you know, if they do friendships well, that's a better precursor for if they're going to do marriage well. So if they have really deep, solid friendships that they fought for, that's a very big green, green flag. Yeah. And I would say. I'd say it's yes. one of the greenest flags. <laughs> one of the greenest flags. It's a deep, rich, green flag. Uh, very rich. Kelly Green. Wow. Very nice. Like the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> the next green flag is healthy boundaries. And I would say in three areas, they honor boundaries and they they honor and respect. And then they also know how to set and have their own boundaries. So not only do they honor and respect yours, they also know theirs and they are setting their own. Right. Meaning it's not just the focal point is on you and your boundaries. And they're like, they're coming to the, the game and they're saying, no, no, no. Like I have my own. Like I love that you have yours, but yeah. I have skin in the game too. Like I have a stake in this conversation as well. And it's not just all about you and where you want to set the line. Right. Like I've thought about this. This is deeply important to me. These are my boundaries here. Exactly. So I think that's another one where it's like, okay, um, sometimes people just come in and everyone knows the term boundaries these days. So they might be like, okay, fine. You have boundaries. Cool. But right. Do they respect them? Do, do they really respect them? And then do they have their own? Like so many people haven't even don't even know what their boundaries are and are just kind of like running. And that's to me a sign of a more emotionally mature person, which is why I think this is a green flag. Well, quick question. If you went into a relationship and they didn't have any, they're, they're kind of like, whatever you say goes, I wouldn't, that would be a red flag. Right. But maybe like a really quick practical tip would be don't share yours until they have thought about theirs. Like give them an opportunity to think about it and say, totally understand. I want you I to come to the, ta- I want you to come to the table and set boundaries of your own. I don't agree because it's all going to be on not you. sharing your boundaries with them and well, waiting for them like a little game to share theirs. I think you should be forthcoming with your boundaries. Well, I'm not saying withhold yours. Oh, okay. Sorry. Like, I, I misinterpreted. Well, I mean, but I would not want to share my boundaries. Like, first of all, we're not going to hang out at 10 o'clock tonight, especially if this is kind of physical boundaries related to. Yeah. I'm just going to say, hey, honestly, I can share mine and that's fine. But if for this to go anywhere, I want you to have boundaries that are rooted in a conviction for you. So... Go and think about it. Go listen to this episode. Oh, I see. Like they're not just following your boundaries. Right. Like go think and dwell and come back to me and we'll talk about this when you have some sort of idea that you believe in or else Mm -hmm. you're just going to be totally dependent on my boundaries and that's not going to work. But this is also they have their own boundaries in life, not just in the relationship, like with friends, with family, like with, with their job. Like, do they have boundaries? I'm not just talking about like, in the relationship i because this is early stages of dating right i'm looking at do they know how to honor and set boundaries in areas with friends absolutely family, work blah, yeah blah, blah. no i hear you yeah i agree okay last one yeah. now we have two more yeah um i love this one 17 times in the proverbs god says he speaks through the wise counsel of many yep keyword wise counsel yep. wise counsel not just any joe schmo do they have wise counsel in their life? Yeah. Do they have that? And this one, I would say, this is my biggest green flag. And I would say a lot of people actually that I've dated in my life did not have this. If I could look at a percentage, it was probably 90 to 95% of guys I considered out the gate were great-ish guys. Not all of them, actually. But um, but they, when it came down to wise counsel, they didn't have it or and they weren't seeking it. And what do you feel like that signaled? To me, that signaled like they're just fine getting poured into on a Sunday. They aren't looking for deeper discipleship per se. Mm. And I just had come to a point in my life where I just was not running my life that way. Like I had mentors and a counselor and a coach (laughs) and like older, wiser couples that would pour into me. And I was like, I'm really looking for somebody that has some of that. Now, you didn't have all of that. To, to be fair, you didn't have that fully built out yet. Yeah. Well, you know, it's tough. I think like when you move around a lot, mm-hmm. um, you can have mentorship from a distance, 
but it's really nice to have mentorship around you doing life with you and that's nice but it's not a need to like I had some counsel that was far away. Yeah, no, I I hear you. I think I see a lot of people stuck on the in-person or remote one. Got it. Which is fine. I would say this. And if you're listening to this and you're a guy especially, and you have been putting off finding someone to disciple you or counsel you in person because you've been moving, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) What, like today, are you pursuing someone? Like, are you bothering your young adult pastor? Are you bothering your associate pastor on a weekly basis and hunting someone down to disciple you and counsel you? That's what I would just ask is like, yeah, I I get why, but what are you doing to say this is important and I'm not going to stop until I get it? Right. It's so, it's such a big deal. Right. So that would be a very gr- big green flag. Very b- briefly, another one is ownership and growth. I mean, this kind of ties into the therapy, healing, counsel. But like somebody who's just willing to take ownership, I think that I, I just really appreciate that versus somebody who's incredibly defensive. If someone just takes ownership off the bat, early stages of dating for being late, doesn't blame it on other people. Like I could see them taking ownership in past relationships, even if it was 70% their partner's issues, them taking accountability for their 30%. That to me is a really big green flag. So ownership, shall we do and wrap up with some rapid fire? Yes. These, some of these are, uh, are not pre-discussed. So they're kind of off the top of our head. So we'll spend, what, 30 seconds or less on each one? Yeah, we'll try. We can go back and forth. It's rapid fire, babe. Yeah, I know that's hard for you, so I'll try <laughs> no, to keep this train going. No, that's hard for you. I no. talk really fast. Okay, you go. Okay, organized but not OCD. The reason I like this is because I love a man who's organized and who takes care of things, especially in his life, but not OCD to the point of like, okay, cuckoo crazy needs to be positioned perfectly, but organized like to me shows a certain quality of living that I would say is a green flag. I disagree. I think, I think too organized for me actually is something. I said organized, but not OCD. Yeah. Well, that's for me. I know, I know what you're saying. (laughs) <laughs> or it's super organized. Yes. I think it's awesome, but I'd say it's actually an orange flag. Here's mine. Yep. <laughs> animal lover. Like big time animal well, lover. Well, for me, that's a green flag. Which one is? I don't think that should be for people listening. What? An animal lover. No, no, no. I think it is because for me, seeing someone being a big animal lover demonstrates a high capacity to have compassion and a very nurturing side. Okay. I I mean, I'm about the animal lover. I I mean, if they also like love spiders and want spiders in the house because they love all animals, I'm like, mm, yeah, that's not going to work for me. But, you know, I, I don't think that's a prescriptive green flag. I think that's like, sure. So you disagree? I, I would say it's a green flag, but I don't think we should recommend that to our people. Okay, dang. <laughs> that You didn't have to go that far with it. Okay, fine. Let's hear your next one. Um, Clean. Definitely agreed flag. Because guess what? Clean shows that they like to take care of things. And clean shows, hey, I'm going, I take care of myself. I take care of the things around me. And I'm not a slob. And I think being a slob actually shows some things about your character. I mean, dude, this is... (laughs) Sorry for those of you that are listening that are slobs. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Well... I, even just calling people slums is, I had, <laughs> okay. no, 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 sorry, sorry. I would not recommend that one as a prescriptive green flag for everyone listening. <laughs> How does that sound? Sure. I think it's a light, very light green flag, but also cleanliness <gasps> Ooh, is not here, next to godliness. Hygiene. Dude, this that is your is little a, personal that wish list. Is every woman just said amen. Um, hygiene is a green flag. They brush their teeth. I they think don't it's, smell like BO. Yeah. They, you know, they. Okay, no, no. Okay, I can get with that one. I think a, shower, a baseline level of hygiene. They don't have dirt under their finger fingernails. Oh. oh okay. All right. Just calm down. All right. <laughs> I think a base level of hygiene is 
fine a green flag it's a fine flag okay here's one uh they're punctual they show up on time yeah i like that it's but not, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm you like it for flag you like department. it for other people i'm a walking orange and red flag and, and being punctual yeah you're not on time i know i, I almost don't ever like that about myself but I do appreciate when no, no, no. not liking something about yourself is like saying I have naturally brown hair, but you know, I have no control over it. You have total control on being punctual and on time. Well, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are other, gr- Oh, you know what? I think some people would say, and we had this conversation earlier in the season, loves sports, green flag, loves sports. Is that a green flag? I'm saying I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think it's a green flag per se. I think it's just like, oh, whatever. They love participating in sports or they like love watching like they're obsessed with sports. Uh, I would actually say it's a orange flag. (gasps) From the football lover himself? Yeah, totally. I mean, holy Moses. It's an idol. Did y'all hear that? Because, man, we had some debates on Instagram about this and suddenly JJ is now saying that it is an orange flag. It could totally be an idol. Holy Moses. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hey, I've, I have a great one. A little bit more serious since you're in a joking mood. Oh, another green flag? Um, makes Did a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's what all these girls say to me. Did you ever say that? No. Did you ever secretly hope for it? I mean, I secretly... Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll just go ahead and cut that one off before you get yourself in trouble. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I have a great one. Uh-huh. They're super encouraging. That's like, great. They are such an encourager. Great. Green flag. Total, total, total green flag. Yeah. They're super close to their family. That might be a green flag, but then I have to say on the other side of that, there may be reasons why they're not close to their family that are healthy because they have healthy boundaries. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. I kind of went back on that one. <laughs> As I said it. That's funny. Okay, let's think of... Yeah, it's not prescriptive, you know? Other green flags. Oh, being kind to like restaurant workers or social workers. Like anybody out and about, if they are genuine... Like if they're rude to them, I think that's a red flag. But if they're really kind and they don't treat people that differently, they're not entitled, that's a big green flag. Couple last ones. Yeah, last one. Rapid, rapid fire. All right, green flag. She doesn't kick on makeup. Oh gosh, you're you're giving me a love is blind um like PTSD right now. Oh, was there Okay, no. Oh, that oh, from that guy. No, no. I forget no. his name. Green, Mr. America. Green flag, she does not cake that thing up like a Krabby Patty. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Sure. So similar to my hygiene, yours is like not is that she doesn't overdo it with makeup. Yeah, or I could say like this, green flag, she's comfortable in her skin. Yeah, yeah. Now, I have a lot more to say on that, but I hear what you're saying, and I'm just, that's for a whole different episode about body image and blah, blah, blah. Totally. No, I understand. I love you. But I think think guys love a girl who is comfortable in her identity, and I think when we can look in the mirror as humans and say... If I can change one thing about my appearance and looks, I wouldn't change a thing. Are you going to say the next green flag is modesty? Yeah. How'd you know? (laughs) No, I was going to say green flag is who they follow on Instagram. Like if it, if, or who they don't follow or who they don't follow. Yeah. I guess in that case, like, and that does matter people that matters. Who are you consuming from? Um, are you just following models and a lot of people with shirtless photos, right? Like this matters. And if you think that the person you're dating isn't going to look that up, I don't know what world you live in because we're in social media where there is a certain amount, as Bianca Oltoff says, of acceptable stalking. Okay. <laughs> and so um, they're going to find out. <laughs> they're going to look at who you follow and you want that to be a good representation of who you are. Okay. Uh, green flag. They challenge you definitely they really do now they don't challenge you for the sake of being right and to get their point across that's a different thing they challenge you in like in healthy godly ways does that make sense 
there's a difference between I'm going to challenge everything you say because I like to be argumentative. Oh, I, I want to be yeah. right. I'm, I'm sorry. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Okay. But they um, challenge you like to be better. They challenge you to grow. That's great. Okay. I have a question. Green flag. They're, they're very blunt with the truth. Um, I would say there's a way. <laughs> I mean, I would appreciate truthfulness. Of course. I think though some people use that as a, as a scapegoat to not say things with watch their words and how they say things like there's a difference between saying hey you really messed up there that wasn't good to hey so I'd love to maybe talk to you um I noticed that you did this and it made me feel this or it came across as this and I wanted to have a conversation about that so that second one is still truthful it's just the livery is is kinder yeah, I see what you mean. You know, like, because sometimes those blunt people, they ain't kind. Okay, I have, I have a question. <laughs> is it mm-hmm. a green flag if a guy wears a backwards hat? <laughs> I'm not a big hat girl. I like them on you, though. Oh, so, wh- wait, what? I like you in hats, but I never really cared about guys wearing hats before. So, gray flag? It's a whatever. Okay, it's what about this one? It's meaningless to me. All right, you ready? What about... Uh, is it a green flag when a guy, when he goes to reverse the car, he doesn't use the backup screen, but he puts his <laughs> arm behind your seat? I like that, and yeah. Like looks back? Yeah, I love that. That's a green flag? That's a green flag. Mm. <laughs> hey, baby. That's a good one. Let me see you back it up. Okay. <laughs> that was so weird. So you like bite your lip a little when I do that? <gasps> yeah, baby. Okay. Which you don't, but... Okay, I have a good one. <laughs> Is it a green flag if... There's an overflowing trash can in public, and, oh my God. and instead of tossing the f- uh, the trash on the side or putting it on the top for the trash to blow over, they <laughs> step up and they like a you. humble, kind, selfless, servant-hearted person take the take the bullet for everyone else for all of mankind and stuff the, and trash, stuff down. the trash down. Hmm, you're not speaking from personal experience, are you? That's not important. Is it <laughs> if you saw somebody do that on a date, would that be a green flag? If they, like yes. Like they are so selfless. However, if they don't wash their hands after, red flag. It's a green flag that does they it, did that. That's kind. Red flag that they didn't wash their hands. Does the kind of green flag kind of outshine and outweigh the... Because <laughs> anyone can have good hygiene. No, nah, it's about not hygiene, many people, man. It's about hygiene. Not many not people get, are stepping up to the plate. It was a great move on our first date at In-N-Out, though, I'm honey. just saying there's it not a, a lot of people move. who are stepping up and doing that. <laughs> I had another green flag that I wanted to say, and then I forgot it. Dang it. Oh, a man who opens doors. I love it. Gotta love it. Green oh, flag. green you flag. You open my car door. You open the door. You, t- you take out the chair for me at the restaurant table. Boom. That's a green flag. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Say he does it on the first date. Love it. But on the fourth date, you already see him. Slacking? Hey, what? I'll be like, yo, is it just gentlemanly to... Would that then be a red flag that he me? knows it's important, but is already slacking? I wouldn't like that. Nope. That's not great. Be consistent. That's a that's the thing that matters. Be consistent. So yeah, opening doors is awesome. A man who offers to pay without even it being a question, green flag. Mm. In the beginning. Okay, I'm not talking about later. You're in a relationship. That's different. In the beginning with the initial pursuit. Okay. I have which a qu- also, guys, don't take her to a steakhouse. Like, don't spend $200 if you don't need to. Okay. Well, I was going to ask. Green flag, he takes you... To the cheesecake factory. Oh my gosh! On your this first is day. it. The big thing. Yo, you know what? Everyone needs to chillax. Okay. First of all, we don't like restaurant dates. To well, give them the give them the background. But this guy hasn't listened to Heart of Dating, maybe. So, I think Cheesecake fi- Factory is fine. Well, there's a girl who got pissed and refused to go inside because they pulled up for dinner, and he made reservations at the Cheesecake Factory. Yo, this and girl she refused is being to so go because she was so mad. No, that's that is called entitlement right there. Sorry, my dear, that you are being very entitled. Um, if you did not communicate to this man the kind of restaurant you wanted to go to, then you have no right to complain or knock it out of the car. That is just not cool. Well, you know my chief issue with this cheesecake factory girl. 
Yes. My number one, if I could sit her down, look at her dead in the eye and tell her one thing, it'd be this. What? The Cheesecake Factory slaps. <laughs> Why are you hating? I don't care. The entitlement thing, the not being grateful, the, the complaining behind the back. I would it's because l- it's a chain restaurant. Listen. What are we doing here? Why are we hating on the Cheesecake Factory? It's better than Applebee's. I don't really know why this girl has Cheese- a big Cheesecake Factory cheesecake. slaps. It's like Nickelback. Everyone wants to hate it, oh, but if I we had like to Nickelback. be deeply honest... I'm a Nickelback hater. Th- th- we could not live without them. But, you know, I think there's a sense of entitlement. And ladies, you can't have an expectation unless it's communicated like this expectation is completely unfair unless it's communicated um and granted it is very different than the guy taking you to mickey d's and being like hey here's your mcflurry here's your kids meal okay but i i will be honest if this was reversed and the girl was taking me on a date and she took me to taco bell and she pulled out the candle app on her phone and said i i promise you a nice candle at dinner and made like a joke out of it i would love that that might be funny, but have something else on uh, the their back sleeve. Oh, like something else to do for Planned fun. Planned after that, yeah. After that, so we're gonna go. Right. Th- the cheesecake do thing is ridiculous. Right, because Cheesecake Factory is awesome, <laughs> and she's being ungrateful. And she didn't communicate, so you can't be mad, ladies, if you don't communicate expectations. All right, let's wrap up this season finale. This has been a super fun season, hasn't it, honey? Where I'm so sad. I know, but we got more episodes coming. It's about to be a holiday season. Oh, so. Just so you know, I'm already putting all the decor up. Yeah, she's a before Harvest Fest. Kate puts up the. No, not before Halloween. The day after Halloween. Sorry, we don't call it Halloween. Which is today when this episode comes out. We don't call it Halloween in our house. Sorry, Harvest Fest. Thank you. Stop. Um, but yeah, no, November 1st hits and I am ready to go. It is Christmas season. I'm counting down the days, baby. Five days as of today. It's actually kind of insane. Um, no, we're excited. We got a new season 11.5 coming out. Yep. What's it about? It's going to be about being single in the holidays and all of the things that you deal Hate, with. Hate, love, enjoy, despise. All of, all of it. It's for the Grinches. It's for the Mariah Carey's. It's for all y'all. So it's going to be awesome. Dun, 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 dun. So we love y'all. We hope you enjoyed season 11. Don't forget we're on YouTube. Make sure to check us out on YouTube. Which? Um, leave us a review on this podcast if you've never done it because it helps us a lot. Okay. We love you guys. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye.